Vanidhu was expected. Already Lasit Malinga influence flowing through. Vanidhu Hasaranga almost, you know, lowering his arm in his action. We've heard the Undertaker ball or, you know, names being called out on different variations. And now, Mantushara coming in. Garadiya. Welcome to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. My name is Vida and I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing, Bara? Doing good, Vida. Watching a few of the um, games that are happening at the moment. Um, but yeah, excited to be back uh, recording another episode. How about you? Yeah, me too. I have another screen on the side here watching the game. Uh, <laughs> Sri Lanka playing their second T20 international uh, in Sydney. Uh, yeah. Australia batting first, um, two hours gone, 15 runs for no wicket at the moment. We had a bit of a break uh, last week. We had a lot of queries um, because we didn't release an episode last week and uh, my phone was pinging uh, on Monday morning. We have uh, lots of listeners who are used to listen to our episode uh, in the weekend. We had to take a bit of a break. You know, sometimes life gets in the way. And uh, both of us were busy and we couldn't find a time to record. Sometimes that's how it is, isn't it, Bura? Yeah, a few things come up our way, which we kind of had our commitments through. So um, nonetheless, uh, we are here recording our next episode. A um, few things have changed in and amongst uh, this timeline. So most, I think, um, popular thing being a lot of catch, uh, the, a lot of the coaches have been, you know, moved on mm. and a lot of changes in that aspect. Um, but I think with the topics that we are going to be discuss and be mindful of the time that we have, um, I think it would be a good way to kick off into the cricket that's happening at the moment. Um, mm. And then following on, we'll probably touch base with the IPL auction that's happening. Um, yep. Because as we speak, um, um, already a few of the Sri Lankan boys have hit um, cashed in uh, on in the auction. So... We'll touch base about that, just a few things that we've noticed um, and eventually get back into the topic of coaches. Sri Lanka is still looking out for a coach. Um, the rest of the world have been moving on, have made some few changes. Um, but coming back into the um, series that is happening at the moment, um, we are one nil, one nil down in the series. Um, but I mean, a good sign. We kept the strong Australian team for 150. I mean, at the start of that match, if you said, would you take 150? I'm sure um, the boys would have been pretty, you know, thrilled and say, yep, let's go that down. Unfortunately, we fell off the mark with the bat, but um, at least there are a few pointers up there for us to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, In our chat with the Murulian podcast, uh, Mark Machado mentioned and he asked us um, what are our expectations from this uh, T20 tour to Australia. I think this trip is about November, the World Cup. What we gain from this five-match series will benefit us when we come back in November for the World Cup, that's that's what I that's how I take this series. Um, you are right. I mean, we, that was a good opportunity for us to win the first game of the series and stamp the authority, because I think Australia T20 team was caught by surprise of the quality of our bowling and um, the plans we had to each batsman. 
and we used the conditions well. We pitched the ball up, and uh, we we took wickets in the in the right moments to keep them to one forty nine. But we didn't capitalize the power play overs, and we didn't get many runs in that first six overs. So that in the end that hurt us because it was asking too much from the lower the batsman to chase down the score going at 14 runs per overs. But lots of positives from that game. Hopefully we'll win this one and uh, go one all in the series. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, already Lasit Maling influence flowing through. Got um, Wanidu Hasaranga um, almost, you know, lowering his arm in his action. We've heard the Undertaker ball or, um, you know, names being called out on different variations. And now, Mantushara um, coming in. Garadia. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly right. So, um, I'm sure he's putting in a lot of input and especially with um, not having, I mean, Ramesh Ratnayaka being the interim coach, um, uh, Lasit Malinga probably has a stronger influence in that coaching group and, you know, his voice in his opinion. Um, we see the guys are trying out different things and uh, perfect opportunity for Nuan Tushara. He's got, you know, a perfect mentor to help him out. Knows mm. the conditions, knows his action similar and Nuan Tushara having... I guess modeled his action around Lasit Malinga will bank a lot on it. Um, I think we are doing well with um, putting the team under a bit of pressure. Mm. Um, it's working, I guess, to the expectations we want of you know keeping the scores down, how we can work through and build uh, enough pressure to make that we don't have an attack that's going to run through an order, or but we yeah. should have an attack that can, you know, keep pressure building through the stage and contain it as we go along. Um, yeah. yeah, that's how I see it. Um, and I think that's something that what holds within this team to keep building up for the future. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good opportunity because... Uh, Kusal Mendis was supposed to wicket keep in this series and he came down with COVID and yep. that brought Chandimal into the team. <clears throat> and yep. we have Danushka Gunatilaka playing in the team again. So he is yeah. one of the experienced batsmen in this side, Bara, because there's no Banuka Rajapaksa or Kusal Pereira in this team. So, you know, they have to get the most of the runs in this team. As we speak, uh, Nuan Tushar takes a wicket, uh, Ben McDermott's wicket. Yeah, but um, I was surprised the way the, the commentary team talked about uh, our bowlers. For our, like, you know, they it it seemed to me like they haven't been doing any research about our bowlers. They didn't know anything about Matisha Dikshana or even... Even Manindu Asaranga, they even though he's the number one T twenty bowler in the world, like he, you know, they 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 were like, oh, his his idol is Steve Smith, and it's almost like um, they didn't really take this series seriously. Yeah, I think it's also a reflection of Sri Lanka has been playing. So um, at times, yeah, because we play, we know the players and we understand their capabilities. When I mean, it's a network that's you know built mm. up on a short series. Um, when they talk about the players, like, you know, there's a bit more quality and uh, work behind it. Being number one is not easy. And I guess 
um, the challenge for Wanidu is his second year here playing a series. I mean, the first series when he played didn't make a massive impact, but now coming into this series, there's a bit more talked about it. So he's trying to improve on that. Um, and I mean, on the back of the being number one, being on the back of the IPL auction where, you know, he's got money in the bank now um, mm-hmm. and good value for the performance he's been putting in. So um, that should change. I, I wasn't overly surprised when you listening into some of the, um, I guess, um, the way, way they have analyzed our team because it was a relatively unknown team that yeah. we have. Um Hopefully the boys, what we want is off the end of this series, you know, there is a lot of positives coming up. Um, Mahesh Tikshan again, I mean, bowling in Australian conditions, it's not easy. So um, we a lot of the guys need to work on getting more side spin on the ball. Um, yeah. Again, similar to Mahesh Tikshan, where I know he's, he's a mystery bowler, but the mystery bowler has to has the um, the deviations of the pitch. If it doesn't deviate at an angle and create that doubt, he pretty much becomes a slower medium bowler who will yep. just land it on a spot um, where he's not challenging both sides of the edges. So if he, um, that's the challenge for these guys to learn pretty quickly because playing in, I mean, in the subcontinent, you have that little bit of assistance and sure. that's the adjustment these guys have to make very quickly. Um, that's how I see it. And you're right. If I mean, listening into some of the comments, like, hang on, you have no clue about some of the players. No, no, no. Uh, and then it's like, all right, it's almost like a good chance for some of the players to set, sneak in. And that's what almost happened. We, you know, built off that element of surprise, kept the strong, I mean, Australian order to 150. And yeah. we just, you know, butchered it in the chase. Um, we were there for a little bit of time, but. We just couldn't uh, bring it home. That's why I'm a bit disappointed because we could have taken this to our advantage because, yeah, I mean, maybe Team Australia might be in the same same board because, you know, there was lots of things happening behind the scenes yeah. uh, before this series. So yeah. maybe, you know, we could have surprised them like that, that if we, if we push and win that first game, we would have, oh, there yeah. was a good, it was if a we good won that first game, the media would have gone into play and a lot of Australian former players who were in, you know, the Langer's camp would have been up in the media just tearing oh, this Australian yes. team apart. So, um, that's where I thought we kind of, if we would have bounced that first win, the Australian, they would have struggled, number one. They, number one, they didn't rate the Sri Lankan team up there. So, then yeah. if you manage to win, Langer's already been kicked. Imagine the likes of your know, Michael Clarks, Vaughan, Shane Vaughan, Steve Wars, who you know Hayden's asking, yeah, you know, asking what's going on here. Mm. Um, these guys they want their space, but they can't win a game against a unknown team, is what the media headlines would have been. But um yeah, we felt below that score. Yeah, yeah. One thing I liked about our team is Bara, their body language is really good in this series. Every player, you can see they, you know, they have a plan. They have they have a plan to each bowler, each each batsman, um, yeah. in the field. And they're really good in the field. 
which we saw in the last six months, you know, there's been a huge improvement in our fielding. This series, as I said, this series is about November. So we'll have to take the maximum out of these five games, um, try out our players, if, if you know, who we are thinking of playing in the uh, T20 World Cup later in the year. I think... Exactly right. Yeah, and uh, next couple of games... Uh, sorry, the third game is in Canberra and the last two games are in Melbourne. Are you thinking of going to watch a game, Pura? Yeah, yeah. You could see on the smile on my face, really excited for that game to come in, hoping to be out there if possible. Friday? A few games. Friday or Sunday? Most likely it'll be the Friday. Yeah, um, okay. One that I'll probably end up going to. Um, hope, yeah, a few things um plan and hopefully can make it out there um and watch watch these boys play live it's always a good um i know sometimes we we are struggling but when your home team is traveling and playing a game up in uh, in a in a state where you live in you want to go out there and try to watch the yeah. game so i'm sure that's what a lot of sri lankans uh, would be already preparing for um, i remember the last series they came up here we didn't do well but then we still got a good atmosphere a lot of people watching the game um, yeah melbourne tends to dish out a lot of sri lankan crowds coming in to watch the game hmm. um, and for the players it's a good experience you get to go out there play at the MCG, you know, those are iconic venues. If, yeah. you, if you ask some of the players, something good is to, you know, play at Lords, play at uh, the MCG, play in mm. golf, play um, SSC, um, and some of yeah. those international venues that are around the world. Those are pretty good experiences to have. I mean, the MCG could be daunting and could be so big of a ground, but it's still not many get paid to do that job, you know, mark center and face the ball uh, at yeah. the MCG in front of a good crowd. So that's a professional athlete or a sportsman that they'll, you look up to. So, mm. uh, But yeah, as a spectator, definitely would go out and support and watch a, watch a good game of cricket. Yeah, now you're tempting me to come and watch Friday's game with you, Bara. We'll see how we get. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit busy these days. Uh, with some commitments, uh, but yep. we'll see how we go. Uh, yeah, see um, how we go. Yeah, so, I would love to. Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to catch up with the players or the supporting staff nah. because of the bubbles, but yeah, yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, shall we move on to the coaching dramas happening around the world? Or do you yeah, have anything else that. to add? about Sri Lanka, um, Australia series? With Sri Lanka, I guess, against uh, Sri Lanka in Australia, ideal time, I know we are, only, we are playing five um, T20s, but as the players, um, they, they, I, I, I guess my advice or my uh, recommendations would be for the players to be out there using most of the um, facilities in terms of playing on, you know, uh, even on training pitches and being mm. exposed to number one weather conditions, matches, um, and understanding the surroundings because uh, the pitches tend to differ a lot very quickly. Yeah. Um, so then how can the boys adjust? Because come a couple of months time, we'll be back here playing um, the T20 World Cup. So 
the preparation yes is mainly focused on that you know um, and some of the i mean already we've seen um, the likes of patum nisanka how well yeah. he's you know adapting into opener's role mm. um we need some of the other players to slowly step up uh, avishka fernando needs to step up his t20 records not really good i know he yeah. managed to get a few scores up before the t20 world cup again those were um again those were in in mostly games where practice games they don't go as yeah. a figure as opportunity yeah. so it's sort of they were in the qualifiers wasn't it yeah it's yeah. It, it, we change the role now he's batting at number 3 um so slightly different role um so but overall i think we are that in patum nishank again i refer back to him he played one of those shots of um Mitchell Stark you know yeah. um on the rice pool uh, smacked it for six it's almost like um i think a few years back when um a good friend chamara kapugeder yes. in his uh, debut series uh, hit a couple of sixes of brett yeah. lee yeah um those are real early statements you can make as a player on a you know fast track um having in so much time when he, he looked yeah. like he had so much time when he played that um those are little sounded wins, so little good wins. yeah it sounded uh, yeah. as cracking shot sorry so when little, <laughs> yeah when little wins like that those are the team things that we can build on and hopefully go up further and you know get get us the big win in the end no no you're right this we are lucky to have have this five matches as a preparation for the world cup like so we'll have to make the most most out of it yeah. um i mean even if we lose the series the experience we gain out of this series is very important um for the world cup uh yeah. let's move on to langer and chris silverwood saga bora so langer has uh, he was offered a 6 month contract extension and uh, well this is a bit old news but because we didn't do episode last week i'll just recap a little bit um so langer was offered a 6 month contract extension and um he refused and he resigned and uh, andrew mcdonald is the interim coach for the uh, pakistan series and sri lanka series against sri lanka yeah as you said before lots of disappointment and um and lots of criticism coming from especially the greats of australian cricket about the decision and uh, how they've handled it especially after becoming the captain of australia coming coming hasn't done he hasn't put uh, a wrong foot forward and uh, this was the first time we saw some criticism coming his way i don't know it's looking at the other way chris silverwood was sacked as well and he got sacked because he's been a bit too soft and langer even though he resigned the reason was he's been tough on the players so it's uh, i saw mickey arthur has put out a tweet and said you know coaches are um something in the context of coaches are um walking in a thin line or like a you know it's a very thin line they're walking these days what what do you make of all this drama <laughs> langer and oh, yeah, drama? i love this topic because i i keep I think I keep mentioning it back and refer it a lot of episodes where 
um, if it's a, it's almost driven, it's a professional sport. It's almost now the generational change that we are seeing where the players revolve, they know what is needed of them and they need a good environment and support network around. It's not a, an environment where the coach is driving uh, the game and aspects of it because the skill levels are so, um, um, I guess, so um, intense and specific that they already know what they are doing. Um, it's almost a person to manage and coordinate and support that atmosphere. Um, and, uh, we talk about, like, you're exactly right, Langer being on the um, very strict line, and then Chris Silverwood being on the lower end uh, of being too nice of a person by the sounds of it. So, but end of the day, they've got to, the athletes, the players have to perform and be out there. Unfortunately, uh, the currency that is there or would be the results, what is driving. And if um, Australia failed, or I think Australia failed, look, we are we've given us the space and when we work to a plan this is what we can achieve um yes langer came in and there's a lot of benefits where he pulled all the distractions of what australia were going through mm. at the time by you know he absorbed all of that into him so in mm. that aspect it was really good because everything was driven around him because you remember um elite honesty or yeah. um elite honesty or um all those words that was, you know, floating around and, you mm. know, bringing back the old, the big brothers of Australia in, you know, Matty Hayden's to Steve Wars to whatnot was um, needed at that time to, uh, for Australia to come clean from what happened. Um, yeah. But after a while it became, it felt a drag and I don't think this COVID bubbles would have helped the team, you know, when you yeah. have a person who's very, He's a, he's a passionate guy. He's a, he's a patriot. So Lager's yeah. style is, you know, Australia, you know, it's in his blood. He'll do anything. Mm. We've, we've, heard, we've heard him say for his captain, he'll go through a wall. He's so gritty and, you know, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. player. And he expects that from every player. And some players struggle that, that that's not the modern player's approach, unfortunately. So... No. Um, they would have struggled through I mean Australia hasn't played a lot of bubble cricket, England's been more the team that has been you know, travelling, playing in bubbles and look then, what happened to them Yeah, they sacked the guy who's been too nice to them so yeah. um, interesting so but I think nonetheless it's the world cricket, I feel it's a generational change, a lot of the players that are coming in now need players who they can, you know, they want to show what's the output and what they can do and then get the coaches to help them get that, not be a coach, say, I want you to do this, this and that. Um, yeah. I don't think they'll, I don't think this generation, that's just normal. Like there is so many resources for this generation to look into. You've got the internet being number one. Mm. Uh, a lot of analysis get again done in terms of feeding data with DRS being there. So they have so much of information that they can learn on their own. Like even if yeah. all I have to do is like if I, if I was in the Sri Lankan national team, I'll go into my team and say I need all the 
balls say i'm a batsman i want i want to see all the left arm most of the balls where are they pitching what are what's happening and i'll work a plan according to that so yeah. i do my own learning i do a lot, lot on it so then and then i'll probably reach out to a coach and work it that's a high performance team or environment that he is working through um mm. and you need coaches to be there but that's one side that's why view of it um, yeah so that's yeah. always it now i think you hit the nail on the head i think he was the right choice at that moment where australia cricket needed someone to take the team out of where they were and you need yeah. someone like langer there and yeah. times has changed and uh, the players priorities has changed as well and players have a lot more options now bora you know yeah back 10 years ago playing for your country was your main income it's it's not the case anymore after a certain point of your life you know there are other things that matters and if things doesn't work out the way you know you are comfortable they they don't want to do it anymore and langer doesn't seem like a person who will meet you halfway you know it's his way <laughs> or no way so he'll gun you down i think yeah. he'll gun you down if you say look like biggest example i give you right look, as a coach you go and say all right boys we have an optional training session tomorrow at 11 o'clock um just let us know who's been part of that yeah. i bet you if um mitchell stark goes and say all right i'm opting out of it langer would gun him down and say nah yes. you need to train i think Not that's like shane won't shane will be treating all day yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> the players need their space but we go back into that being the right person at the right time langer is i mean his coaching attributes are good but imagine Uh, Andrew McDonald being appointed appointed at that time he would have taken to the cleaners because yeah. no one question Justin Langer because he was part of the invincibles team so yeah. they knew the we are with a guy who we can't uh, you know muck around and so talk through because he just played it straight as an arrow you know yep we mm. you know messed up with what we're doing this is how we're going to fix it up this is the plan um, with what we want to achieve it. so he did it really well and it's mm. uh, it's good that we are at a stage for him especially that they're talking about it now because everything's on a positive right it's very hard to time it out to go out in in such a high you rather go out winning ashes a world cup and you can say yeah. yep i've set it up so i can here's you guys here's the pathway take it forward um whereas chris silvo if you was chris silvo scenario tough it's a tough choice you know he doesn't need not a lot and he's on a downturn not ideal but with coaching with a that means now um three countries are looking for coaches um and sri lanka's popularity of uh, landing a head coach just going on the way down it doesn't help us um, <laughs> we go down the pecking order now we are nowhere to be seen um it could be one of the reasons some of those coaches were hesitant to put their names even to be saying look they are looking for roles um so many guys like um two key player names i can throw out who's been part of um sri lankan coaching gigs are trevor bailis yeah and paul fabris who yeah 
potential it could be runners into the australian and english teams so might be some yeah. other reasons why they've held it back and not been seen much showing much interest so um that's how i see it but yeah but i guess uh, sri lanka to they'll have to pick or they'll have to decide very soon do they go local flavor or they go into yeah you know very very raw international coach i mean fielding mm. coaches or assistant international coaches have gone on to be sri lankan national coaches yeah and the other thing is bro we talked about this in our past episodes um, one coach for all formats doesn't seem to work anymore so <laughs> nah. so i think it's high time to have at least two coaches for you know one for red ball and one for white ball i mean we might see that happen maybe with england to start with um, like andrew strauss is the interim director of cricket and yeah. and the changes they've done to their tour to west indies I, i don't understand what's going on there i remember one of the one of the fast bowlers from sri lanka mentioning this and he got dropped from the national team you know sri lanka was not the best when touring in the early uh, in the 90s and early 2000s so when he got dropped i remember him saying batsmen are failing and bowlers get dropped so <laughs> only change they've done is they <laughs> they've rested anderson and broad and um, joe root is going to bat at number 3 which he doesn't like to bat at i don't think that's that's the problem those three are the guys who have been doing well in the last 2 3 years yeah so it's no exactly right now when yeah there's um yeah i've heard that saying a lot a lot of times where they say it's the batters that are failing and the bowlers have to pay a price yeah. but i'm lucky but i guess um looking at the english team and the tour to west indies it might not be a bad thing to leave those two out number one because mm. those two have been good performers in england so um they are taking a touring team out there because if they are struggling might as well give that opportunity for another person to you know experience it and see if they'll come around um but on the whole squad aspect yes their batting was below par it shouldn't be the bowlers who had to face the axe so um not sure what was going on there um but they've taken matt parkinson into that squad which is a good uh, addition he's a leg spinner who will be uh, i think good value um and yeah of selections are it's interesting right we, we it's another topic to bring in because you have a select you got a coach who's struggling to have his team and then you put in a third mix where a selectors picking a different set of players saying here's a, here's a team for you go out and play and now as a coach is trying to you know um find a way or mechanism that works he probably has a mechanism that works and some of the players that are in the squad is not that mechanism that he wants yeah. so that's part and parcel of international cricket even in sri lanka where in sri lanka it happens a lot i guess with uh, so with the selectors changing hands i mean at least i know it's a challenge but at least this uh, selectors have been there for a while so at least it doesn't hasn't been like a you know six month case and things are changing so um i know there are a lot of um how do i say big questions being asked with selections it's going to happen but at least um 
for the first time in a while, you don't hear their names being talked a lot. So that's something good that they're being quiet in the back end in terms of mm. Sri Lankan seniors. Um, and it's almost like, here's the team you want to run in. No one's now, you know, questioning like a few years ago when so many things were happening, so many players in and out. So yeah, um, that has eased to a certain extent. Um, so interesting. Um, I just know talking or just we, we are keeping an eye out on the match as we speak. Um, Vanidu Hasranga yeah. um, had a run and he looked very ginger at the moment. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing serious. Um, it's just you know, some muscle soreness or something that happened. Um, He's coming but, out of injury. Yeah. Um, something that will keep and it looks like more of a groin strain or the way he ran, but um, hopefully they shake it off and have more treatment and get on on the park. Um, while on the topic of Vanidu Vida, I was hoping might be a good avenue into the auction. The yeah. more, very excellent. Let's cross market. over to that. Yeah. Um, Sri Lanka short of dollars and we got three <laughs> boys bringing in some dollars for Sri Lanka. So that's more of a financial yeah. episode that we are talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's solving uh, the crisis the dollar crisis for Sri Lanka yeah few Sri Lankan <laughs> boys I mean Vanidu has about 70% of that contribution but Dushmanta Chamira and uh, Mahesh Thikshana um, are going to help the boys out or help Sri Lanka yeah. out in, another, in a different way so um, but it's an interesting one. I think we talk about it's almost like a soap opera scenario where, yes, we watch the IPL matches happening, but we also like, um, you know, the build up of this auction, what yeah. goes around. And it's an uncontrolled environment that's happening. So there may be so many, you know, um, mock rehearsals or mock auctions that these franchises would have played out yeah. to see if they can get their player. But it just takes one person who just feels, you know, one of the owners feel, yep, I want to make a statement. I'm going to keep bidding for this player when actually it doesn't matter at all. So those are uh, things that are the unknown that happens in the auction, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think one of those, I think he's the highest or um, highest uh, paid player that that is to be brought in our auction uh, for a Sri Lankan. Yeah, so, he is. Yeah, earlier so it was Angelo Matthews. Yeah, I think Lasit Malinga might have been getting some good value, but he never went into an auction. Yeah. So it's almost um, you know he was. Kept he was always. He was always retained. He was always retained. So he would have had. I mean, still he would have gone in for a good value to keep him oh, yes. retained. Uh, but from an auction who's gone out to market and been brought at a good price, Vanidu um, is up there as the highest uh, player. And it's almost, it's a massive reflection of the work that he's been putting in and the quality. So IPL, I know we talk about the, the cricket, the glory, the glamour and the money, but the money is the value you have yourself as a player because there are no selectors out there who, you know, can get no. you in a favour. Um, so yeah. your currency, your wicket, your wickets, your currencies, your runs, your scoring, and the impacts you're making in matches. So um, if you take all of that, 
Vanidu Hasaranga has been, you know, one of the top performers up there in the market, um, not only for Sri Lanka, but in the international circuit. Um, there were some good leg spinners who went unsold, um, where your Zampas, Zampa. Adil Rashid. But number one, where Vanidu is above all of them is he bats. He can bat number top five. He's an electric fielder. And he's a, you know, brilliant bowler. Uh, yeah. leg spinner who's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve so um, in that aspect he's miles ahead of the rest and other guys going unsold it's not a surprise I know they're really good players but the impact they have are, I mean when you compare with the like of Vanidu looks a lot Vanidu has a lot more yeah play, he'll play all the games this season Bora. Chahal has okay. Chahal has been bought by Rajasthan I think so, you know, he, he'll be the main leg spinner in that RCB team. You're right, he's the he's the best T20 bowler. You can call him the best T20 all-rounder in the world at the moment because, you know, yep. you always want him to bat number five. You know, he's in a T20. Yeah. You can easily send him up the order. The way he bats, you know, he can change a game in few few overs. So he's only 24. So hopefully this is just a start for him. And I don't think there will be another mega <clears throat> IPL is that what they call it? Mega IPL auction or super yeah, IPL? Yeah, because yeah, because they've gone with addition of new teams and new they teams. reset pretty much. Yeah, they reset the draft and all the players up in the mix. So um, <clears throat> more opportunities for players to be in there. Hopefully, there'll be more Sri Lankans getting uh, uh, brought in the auction. I think as we speak, it was more. Um, um, those three that we talk about, Vanidu, uh, Dushmanta, and um, Mahesh Deeks, and I think he got sold or um, Chennai Super Kings brought him up. So oh, nice. um, that's also uh, pretty good uh, experience. I don't think he uh, with cheap buy for Chennai Super Kings, um, but I think value for money for Mahesh would be how quickly he learns and he uses that experience. I mean, he'll be exposed to a lot of more, lot more data. And a lot more um, analysts of his game. Well, he'll learn from the coaching setups and the you know the franchise setup. Um, so we'll probably see. Hope we will see a few more players. I think like Dunit, uh, the Sri Lankan under nineteen captain, he might be in the mix for yeah. a spot. Um, and you never know the likes of your Patumi Sankars, Charit. Um, Salanka, the guy, yeah, yeah, those are. I mean, even they might be even brought at a later stage to fill in with, yeah. with no COVID unavailabilities, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be a bit value on the Sri Lankans, but they need to start making statements though, um, by performing and making scores that's in right. the matches. So that's how yeah, I see right. it, but. With the auctions, what are your thoughts? What do you feel in terms of preps that are happening? Any, I mean, if you are in the mix, what what would be in your thoughts? And yeah, any- well, the the big difference uh, in this auction, Bora. Remember, don't know whether you remember the last time, like with the first auction, um, yeah. the teams team owners they get excited and they just bid, you know, because they just wanted to get that one player. Sometimes they go over their budgets, like, you know, then they end up with some players where they can't even fit them um, in their team. That yeah. happened in, in the first first time when they had 
at the auction. But now you can yes. see they know their limits. There, there's everyone is there. The coach and the and the owner and yeah. and the director of cricket and the mentor. Everyone's yeah. in that table. So they, as you said, they must have went through all these scenarios. And if we don't get this guy, we're gonna go for this guy. And you can see yeah. they have re- rehearsed everything. And um, yeah. but um, there are some players where you know you. A coach or the team have insisted on we we need this guy. They you will go all out to get that guy. And the other thing yeah. is, um, it's very exciting to see how your values value goes up. You know, when you when we watch it on TV, it's you know it's amazing. Like you know, you know, okay, twenty five thousand more, twenty five thousand, and it goes up by fifty thousand. Like, imagine how much uh, how much excitement these players must be getting. You know, overnight, you're a yeah, you're getting like even if like some of the, exactly some of the viewers watching the game would notice some of the um, reactions of the players when one of is you know getting a wicket or whatnot. Yeah. You could see them showing the dollar figures or you know like <laughs> they're making jokes amongst himself. Yeah. Like Dushman Tachamir, I think he got sold just before the start of the game, so he would have wouldn't have known. But I'm sure some of someone running out of yeah. games would have said, "Hey, man, you just." Um, this team brought you for this amount of money and he'll be like, you know, he's probably <laughs> very relieved. Um, you know, uh, for for guys like what, I think when we talked about these dollar values and hopefully we, we reach out to a big wider audience where we say this is, it's in the moment the money, but these guys have made massive sacrifices. Dushman, oh, yes. Chamir, yeah. Whether you and I know we played a lot at NCC. He comes from very humble beginnings, mm-hmm. uh, and it it's a reflection of all his hard work and all that from his parents, all the sacrifices that they've made, and what he's achieved now goes what 15, 20 years of you know hard work. Number yeah. one, by their parents, him himself traveling from Nigambo to Colombo to play matches. Uh, training people um, tend to yeah. forget or don't see that aspect a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a massive, uh, massive sacrifice. There are times yeah. not, when uh, domestic not only setups, successes, Bora. Yeah, know, injuries, pain, you know, the injuries, the pain, you know, and you come back and it's not hard for a fastball as a fastballer, you know, like to get back to where you were after injury. That's yeah. really tough, you know. You, you you feel like you're missing something, and you don't want to push yeah. yourself early. And it's it's a really really hard that road to recovery is really hard. And you know, keep yourself motivated because you can see you are, you know, the people you fight to, uh, people you fight to get into the national team. They they get their opportunity because you're injured and and. Um, you, you can see them doing better and you can't do anything about it because you're injured. So it's, it's really tough mentally. So yeah, it's, it's all because, you know, you, you've done your hard work and it's, uh, they deserve yeah. every bit of it. That's all I have to say. They deserve it. Deserve it. One thing so sure with the social media, I've already seen some of the worms coming up with the dollar crisis in Sri Lanka and these boys <laughs> contributions to it. So there'll be plenty more discussed. Uh, the tax man will be behind these boys. Uh, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> <hopefully they're... laughs> Central bank governor. 
<laughs> I shouldn't be telling much. No, I shouldn't be talking too much. That's not my area of expertise. But oh, it's um, all jokes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just for the fun of it. But yeah. again, the auction, like, I mean, we see the guys who brought, but then we have three figures like Ayala, Sangakara, and mm. probably Murali as well Murali. in those. Books. Um, in those uh, franchises who are making key decisions, so mm. the input they have would be go a long way. Delhi Capitals, um, coached by Ricky Pontin, uh, we've seen them dish out a few money yeah. or with guys, you know, who are the players in demand. So sometimes they do maneuver around uh, who's involved in those coaching setups and voices, um, and they uh, do add value. So they do tend to add some of the players on to it. So, um, uh, yeah, again, a mix mixture of what they see in the squads. That's yeah. what's needed. When I see those three in the auction, Bora, the thoughts going in my head is we desperately want someone like Mahalo to come and coach for Sri Lanka. But yeah. for him to leave all that and come and, come and coach Sri Lanka, we'll have to offer. <laughs> I don't know what we can offer. Yeah. So... But the other yeah, thing exactly. is... Yeah, um, exactly. Like, the, more than offering, like Ricky Pontin in the past has said, look, IPL is a gig which is short-term, what, three, four months of your calendar year. They've got, not he's even got that. Young, young family. So what he does is um, during the winter, gets out to the subcontinent, um, coaches an IPL team. It's, you know, that's a passion he has. He's all refreshed, energized because his focus is on that. Yeah. Um, and then during the summer in Australia, he's working with some of the channel networks, you know, cover, covering the sports mm. and it's more opportunity. So um, it's almost a perfect gig for him and his uh, family lifestyle as well. He's a successful entrepreneur as well. Mm. So that's their gigs, so short-term gigs where the focus is and Mahela is wherever possible, he's doing it. He was involved mm. with the under-19 He's yeah, given so, so much for uh, You can't ask yeah. more so, from him. In that aspect, it's happening. I guess we tend to ask a lot and we expect a lot from yeah. some of the great. Um, whereas, yeah, uh, some tend, do not tend to agree with what we say, which is right. Uh, rightfully so. Um, there's a big commitment for some of the players. Uh, I think all three of them... Yeah, I think all the all three of them plus Tom Modi are in that panel to find a coach. Get, for Sri get Lanka, us more, so. get more dollars, get more dollars for the Sri Lankan boys. Um, yeah. Is yes, that's a that's going to be a question that will be asked in the media. Or a few yeah. of the yeah, leave it at that. Mm, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, anyway, any questions or feedback I think for us to share? There's a lot, Bora. They were like all short messages. Most of them were asking what happened to the podcast because, you know, this is the first time we missed a week. So it was all like, dude, where's the podcast? Dude, I'm at yeah. swimming with my, um, with my daughter. Uh, I yeah. got nothing to listen to, you know? So, yeah, I don't think we have time to do Q&A today, Bora. We went a bit over time today. So we'll, we'll do a few Q&As next episode. Yeah, happy with that. And if you have any comments, suggestions, please send them to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast at gmail.com. We'll feature them in the next episode. Yeah, I'd love to listen to feedback, questions to keep our brain ticking and think about the game in a different way. Um, thanks a lot. 
uh, for the listeners listening in. Uh, we'll catch up with you um, on our next episode. Again, um, give us a like, a follow um, through the various um, channels that we, we provide in terms of, I mean, we, we are on YouTube as well as the various um, podcasts that are available. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Okay. Bye-bye.